the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This gospel presents us with an image of Jesus that we're very much not used to seeing or to thinking about. Jesus being very angry and walking into the temple around the time of the Passover. And as we heard in the gospel, he was flipping over the tables. He took a whip and he was whipping all of those things out of the temple. What made Jesus so upset? It wasn't simply that they were selling things. That's not why Jesus was upset. As we heard, he said, you have made my father's house a place of trade, a marketplace. So it's not simply selling, making money, that's wrong, according to Jesus. But it's when the people, they were making the temple a marketplace. And the temple was the most important thing for the Jews at the time. It was essentially God's dwelling place for the people. It was where people came from all over to experience the presence of God and to offer sacrifice to Him. It was all about the worship of God. And the people in the temple, they were messing with the most important thing that a human being can do, which is to worship God. And they were not giving the opportunity for others to worship God. That was actually specifically what was happening. The place where they were selling things was the outer court of the temple, technically. And it was the place where in the Old Testament, we saw that that place was a reserved area for the Gentiles, for the non-Jews who believed in God, but who were not ethnically Jewish, for them to come and to worship God, to have a private place of prayer in the temple. And what the people did at the time is they were using that area, which was meant for the people to come and worship God, for the people to come and pray, they were using that area as a marketplace. And so they were not giving the opportunity for the people to come and worship God. The house of God was not ordered properly. And that's what made Christ so upset. Now when we read the gospel, we always have to be trying to think of a way that it relates to our life. Because every single word of Jesus, everything He did, relates to our life. And it was not only written for the people of that time, but it was also written for us. So that we can try to think about how the Lord is speaking to me. How I can apply this verse to my life and how I can be a better Christian. And when we read the whole Bible, we understand that the theme of the temple and of the worship of God is so prevalent throughout the whole scriptures. And it is so important. It is like the climax of the gospel message which is the worship of God and the way in which He is to be worshipped. And it is so important to Christ that He got so upset at this moment that it was not being done properly. And so, how can this apply to our lives? One way is that we see later on in the, in the story of the Scriptures, St. Paul describing the fact that each of us is a temple of God. The temple was the dwelling place of God, and we are all temples of the Holy Spirit. How does that work? It works when we receive the grace of Jesus Christ, the grace of the Holy Spirit that comes into our hearts from the moment of our baptism. From the moment of our baptism, our soul is changed forever. We become dwelling places of God. And so what does that mean for us? Like the temple had to be ordered properly, for the worship of God. We also have to be ordered properly for the worship of God. And the worship of God is the most important thing that we can do in our lives. It's what our whole life 
needs to be ordered toward. And if our life is not ordered to that, that's going to upset Jesus. That we are the temple of God. And it's not only we ourselves. St. Paul specifies it. Your body is a temple. Your body. What does Jesus say here? What does the gospel tell us? Jesus says, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. He was not speaking about the, the temple as a building. But he tells us, John tells us that he was speaking of the temple of his body. So if the body of Jesus is a, te is a temple, how can our body actually be a temple? Is when we receive the body of Jesus into our body. That's how. When we actually unite ourselves and we accept the gift of God to unite ourselves with his body. That's what the whole Christian life is about. That's why the Eucharist is the source and the summit of our faith when we live in unity with God and when we receive the body of Christ with a pure heart. That's why the proper worship of the Lord in the Eucharist and our proper reception of the Eucharist is of utmost importance to Jesus and it should be of utmost importance to us as well. We can't see the Mass as just a habitual thing that we do or we can't just come here just to show others that we come or just because it's something we've been doing for years as part of our Sunday habit. No, the Mass is the ultimate experience, the most important thing that we can do in our lives. And why is that the case? Because as St. Paul tells us, we have to examine ourselves before we receive the body of Jesus. We have to think about, look deeply within ourselves and to think, what is it about myself that I need to change to prepare myself to become a temple of God. We welcome the Lord into our hearts every time we receive the Eucharist and we are called to live in that unity with Him every day of our lives on this earth or to at least make sure that we are fitting dwelling places of God so that when we come and receive the body of Christ on Sunday we can receive Him with a pure heart and we can go to confession if we are not in that state. That's what the church teaches because the Lord established the sacrament of confession so that when we lose the grace of God and when, when we commit mortal sin, when we lose the grace of God that we received in our baptism, we have the opportunity to regain it. We have the opportunity to be restored completely in the sacrament, which is a gift of God's mercy that He gives us. So that as we are constantly going through a cycle in our life of examining ourselves, so that we can prepare ourselves to receive the body of Christ and be in unity with Him, we can be ready for the moment that the Lord calls us to Himself. When we stand before the judgment seat of God, when we don't know when that moment is, life is all about preparing ourselves to spend eternity with God and to be a dwelling place of God on this earth so that we can be in unity with Him for all eternity in heaven. And the Lord calls us to be a proper dwelling place, a proper temple, so that we can also not only have the Lord in our hearts, but we can be walking temples, we can be walking places of God's worship. Just imagine if every Catholic took the Eucharist seriously. And if we properly examined ourselves, if we did not receive the Eucharist in the state of mortal sin, and if we truly believe that the Lord is present, in the Eucharist and we went out and we spread the gospel message by our actions and our words 
this world would be changed. We can't wait for the Lord to go and to cleanse the temple. We can't say, oh, the Lord needs to go and do what he did here. He needs to go and he needs to do it to all the politicians or the bishops or the Pope. Although people that have authority have the responsibility of doing God's will, and they sometimes don't, obviously, and they, and they sometimes scandalize people. But what is in my control? My control is to make sure that I am a dwelling place of God, that I'm a proper dwelling place of God. What should I ask the Lord to do? Not to go to them first, no. Come into my heart, Lord. See where I am lacking. See where I have sinned and come and clean up, cleanse my temple so that I can be a fitting dwelling place of you. So that I can be a proper worshiper of God and so that I can teach other people to worship God. That's what the Lord wants. That's why the Lord wants to dwell in us. The Lord wants us to receive His body and blood in the Holy Eucharist, to truly believe in Him. Unlike the many people who don't believe, who hear the words of Jesus and who don't believe them. Even a lot of Catholics, unfortunately, actually almost 70% of Catholics, this might be shocking to you, 70% of Catholics do not believe in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. This is very sad because we know Protestants don't. We know people that are not in the, in the Catholic Church we, or, um, or Orthodox Church. We know that they don't believe in the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist and in the real presence. But why do Catholics not believe it? We should ask ourselves, do I truly believe in the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist? And if I do, how does that change my life? How does that change my Sunday? How does that change my week? Am I, am I preparing myself to receive the body of Jesus, to become a fitting dwelling place of God? And how can I receive the Lord into my heart with a pure heart? Receive the sacrament of confession when I need it, so that the Lord can come and dwell in me and so that the Lord can sanctify my temple and He can make me a proper dwelling place of His and so that He can use me for not only my own salvation but for the salvation of other people because that is the call of the Lord and we are all members of the body of Christ and we have a call and a duty to both sanctify ourselves and our families and also this world by the grace that the Lord gives us.